Well, welcome everybody to a very special episode of Me, Myself, and I say that every episode because I mean it, but I mean it times two this time around. I'm Joey G, Bad Bussy on Instagram, all the things. We are joined by designer, creator, founder, CEO of Brandon Blackwood, a CFDA member. Brandon Blackwood. Hey, I'm Brandon Blackwood. <laughs> Welcome, girl. First of all, I love these pants. Thank you. I forgot where I got them from, but they're relatively new. Essence has had, like been having really good sales, so. I still need to get something from Essence. No, like literally everything's like 70% off. Like, it's amazing. Really? Like every other day there's like a new package. I wake up in the middle of the night and just like shop and go back to bed. Mm, it's I'm, a surprise every time. I need to get from there and ASOS. I still have never bought mm. a single thing from ASOS. Are you serious? Yes. I don't know <laughs> why. I don't know why. I'm like allergic to it or something. I have no idea. It's just like not why. on the top of like your go to son. Yeah. Like not to be like that girl that's not yeah, like other like, girls. I don't go to ASOS. Yeah. <laughs> I just thrift. Like that's just like me, not because mm -hmm. it's trendy or whatever, but I'm like, that's just how I grew up, like shopping yeah. and shit. So, like, it's just in me to go and feel the item and see and it. And it feels more special when you like found something. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But mm -hmm. like, I guess I'll start. I've been like ordering like hoochie bodysuits and stuff like that mm -hmm. online. It's getting warm. So, yeah. Oh, most definitely is. Makes sense. It's time. If not, then I just go around Bushwick to all the other like hoochie mm -hmm. hut stores and grab myself. Are you like, in a Bushwick? Cool. I used to live in Bushwick, then I moved. Really? But I'm still in Brooklyn. Yeah. I see. Where'd you grow up in Brooklyn? I grew up in Bed-Stuy. I see. So, yeah. so when did you move to Bushwick? Uh, 2020, 2021, mm -hmm. I was there, and then I feel like Bushwick and Bed-Stuy are so different. Bed-Stuy feels like a little bit more like homey to me. Mm -hmm. I grew up there, but also like I feel like there's more of a community. Bushwick is like kind of spread out, so yeah. I went back to Bed-Stuy. Yeah, Bedside's really nice. That's like where I'd love to have like a family, a husband, the whole fantasy. Really? <laughs> yes, at some Maybe. point. At some point. I'm mm -hmm. still a domestic lady at heart. Granted, I'm like boss mother at the moment, but mm -hmm. like uh, the domestic fantasy, like yeah. it's still. I feel like I try to make it happen. It doesn't happen. Really? I have like three dogs, a boyfriend like five years, and... Mm. It does not feel domestic at all. It's just like work. Really? But it's fun. Just like more chaos? It's more chaos. Added. So like your dogs are your babies, essentially. Yeah. But I don't want to be those people, like one of those people. Like I want like real human children one day, but yeah. like for now it's the dogs. How many would you want? Kids, like I think maybe like three, four tops. Like if I'm going to go there, yeah. I'm just, I would like fully just like have like a whole compound, you know? Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I'm the same way. I was like, I definitely don't want one no. because then it's just gonna That's be like boring. Yeah, no. And then you feel bad for it too because it has nobody to play now you with. You feel besides. bad for it. <laughs> what? What? Are, oh, did I call the child? Oh, I called the child it. Yeah. Ugh, whatever. I'm letting them choose their gender. Have I guess. To. That's me being progressive. Yes. Actually, it. Anyways, um, I'm a great father, as you can tell. Mm -hmm. But um. <laughs> Then I was like, two is too, like, if it's, like, myself and my partner and then two kids, I'm like, that's so, no, like... they can, like, play with each other and, like, leave you alone. That's a good point. I feel like when and if I have kids, I'm actually, like, looking for donors right now, which is crazy. Really? Yeah. Aww. But just to, like, freeze it, like, I yeah. don't want to, like, just when I'm ready. But it's a really crazy process. It's really, like, just 
there's no privacy in the whole thing. Really? And I don't know, I think when I do have kids, I'm gonna be more excited about having them like in the infant stage. Like, I don't know, I just, a newborn is like, that's the scariest thing to me. They're really? so fragile, they're so small, they cry all night. Like, I'm having nannies on top of nannies. I'm like shamelessly like about to do that. I'm Same. not, I told my boyfriend, it's like, we're not doing that, like waking up at 3 a.m. and like, no. I mean, mm -mm. maybe when it's there, I'm gonna like change my mind, but for now I'm like, no. It. Yeah, I went, uh, you see? <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'm not ready yet. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I look forward to the infant part. I'm more scared about when they turn into actual human beings. No, that's like the fun part. Then you can like, mm. I don't know. Then you what can really show them how about? to like be a person. Uh, like I want to have like a teenager. Like that's going to be fun. Really? Yeah, like going shopping with like your teenage kid. Aww. Or just like hearing them like argue and then like, what they're doing i don't know uh, that's gonna be fun see the arguing is gonna be hard i spent my whole life like in preparation i'm ready really yeah interesting just, like come on so whenever you'd play like house when you were little were you always the mother always yeah always same i was either yeah. the daughter or the mother and i'm like wow yeah that's it you guys there's trying to tell me something there's no other option <laughs> no other option but i'm like that time will come. It's so funny to think about it because like in high school, I'd be like, yeah, around 25, I think is when I want mm -hmm. those things to happen. I turned 26 last week and I'm like, please like, Shit. stay no, away keep it from away. me. I used to tell my mom, I was like, you know, when I'm 22, I'm gonna have my own apartment, my own this and everything. And she would just look at me and be like, oh, you're so like not aware. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I got like my first place at 24 and I shared it with like four people that was like really? rough but it's like the New York story like that's what it's like you have to do that mm -hmm. or else you're not a real New Yorker um lived with them for a while yeah I did the housing lottery you know the housing lottery really yeah and I would do it because I was working at a thrift store and I was making like ten dollars an hour so I was eligible for it, and I applied to like all the housing lotteries, all the housing lotteries, and one time I got called back, and I did an interview, and I didn't hear shit for like a month, and I literally called the like management company, I was like, I lied, and I was like, hey, um, they told me I got a place, like, I, like <gasps> what's going on? And I just heard this guy like ruffling like papers, and I was like, oh, oh yes, okay. Got my apartment. No way. Mm -hmm. So that was like, iconic young Brandon moment. Bless that. And that was that. my first like apartment to myself. So that was Really? Cool. Mm -hmm. That was my trick. I was like, I'm not waiting. That's genius. No one does it. Actually, that's genius. I wouldn't mm -hmm. even call that scamming. I would just consider that no, I investigative was like work. 23, and I was like, I want my own place. <laughs> like, I'm gonna make it work. Exactly, so. and I mean like, if anything, mm -hmm. I mean, thanks for the place, but like, that's their fault, if anything, for just being like, yeah, this one's they yours, were just like, the keys. What? Oh, yeah, sure. And that apartment's like where I started the brand. Really? So yeah, it all like worked out, yeah. Interesting, so how was starting the brand from at home? Because it was just you and yourself that was yeah. starting. Um, it. it was rough, it was so fucking hard. And like, I don't know, I think anyone, especially like any creative that does anything, they like kind of regret it sometimes. Like, am I doing the right thing? Is mm -hmm. it smart? Like. That was constant, like weekly. Um, I didn't have a lot of support in fashion because I didn't know anyone in fashion. I went to school for neuroscience, so 
you know, there's not a lot of like Vogue girls in yeah, neuroscience. So exactly. <laughs> I kind of went into it with like no real connections. And do you know Crossroads? The movie? No. no. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, I know the movie. But like the thrift store. Jesus, yes. On like North 6th oh, or North 7th in Williamsburg. I was working there. <laughs> I did like buy sell trade like I was one of the buyers like you know uh, people would bring okay, their clothes and I went through it and like priced it. Mm -hmm. I used to meet so many editors and stylists because they would like get so much free shit exactly and, like, get rid of it because they didn't want it. Mm -hmm. So I get to, I began to like see them all the time and then like you know you hook them up with, like better pricing and shit. Exactly. And I've got you know I began to like make pretty solid relationships with them. And one day I don't know what came over me but. I like just wanted to make a backpack for myself. Mm. Like no intention to like have a brand or sell or anything. I just wanted a backpack. So <laughs> I Googled like bag manufacturer and like all these things came up. I lied to this um, factory and was like, I'm gonna like, I'm starting a line bulb. I just wanted one bag for myself. That was like custom with my name on it. Mm -hmm. It's like Libra extra. So Libra. I was like, convinced them into making the sample. And from there, they made it, all the editors and stylists and people I was meeting, they saw that bag and was like, what the fuck, you need to like sell this? And they never thought about it and that's where it really started. I was in that, I just had gotten that apartment and I just started the brand out the apartment. And that was wow. it. It was crazy. I think when I started the brand, my like a week later I was in Essence Magazine and then a week after Elle Magazine, just kind of like. I see. Happened, yeah. So how long was, the time between you making the bag and then a long really time because the I, I had no like business experience. I didn't go to business school or anything. I made the samples and it's like, okay, now I have to pay for production. I'm doing this all off like $10 an hour. Yeah. So I would use like my whole paycheck to like pay my factory in like increments to like make my production run, which was like not big. It was like 20 units. Yeah. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. And I would also, cause I was at Crossroads, I mean, I'm not scared of them now, but I would like <laughs> buy all the like Marnie dresses and like Rick Owens and stuff and then resell it on eBay. And I would also use that to like supplement to go into my brand. Exactly. So, yeah, I was doing a lot of that, just flipping clothes and just like using my checks and stuff. And it happened, but it was a lot of fucking money. I did not know where it was going to come from. Yeah. All the time. Did you have that moment? And I'm asking this from personal experience. Did you have that moment when you're working on something that's so personal to you that you mm -hmm. know is going to take off, but you're still in the trenches of it? And you're just like, whether you're in the middle of making a bag or mm -hmm. like you're trying to pay rent, you just sit and you're just like, girl, I'm down bad. Yeah. What the fuck am I doing? There were like months of that. And there's one time that <laughs> um, my first store order was Shop Bob. And this was like a $30,000 order. So like I can potentially now like make a cute you know, chunk of money mm -hmm. to like fund the brand. And the thing is you have to put the money up front. You know, the stores aren't doing that for you. Exactly. So I had to find out how to come up with like, I think $15,000 in two weeks working $10 an hour. I sold everything. Like sold, I went through my closet. Really? My like, my baby jewelry, I don't have it anymore. I sold everything to get that store order. Wow. I kind of wish I could, like kept something, but yeah, I mean it was worth it in the end. But I like literally, and I was like in bed. I remember crying, just like fuck, how am I gonna do this? You know, and it worked. 
Mm-hmm. And then once I got that order, I was like, okay, I have this little cushion. And I grew it from there, but it was like fucking tough. Wow. And how many bags did you sell within your first kind of order? My first store order, I think like a hundred. But it's like a multiple styles. It sounds like big, but it's like yeah, it, it was pretty small. It's a small store order. Like now, if we got that beauty, okay, cool. Exactly. So were but you selling it to like friends, or were you going back to those oh, people at the store and being I like, mean, "Hey, girl, I got one right here." At first, it was like word of mouth. I was like doing my website. Then I did the website. I was just on Instagram. I was just on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Facebook was like more like a thing back then. Yeah. I'm not gonna age myself, but Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. I was on there. I had a sale for everything. Whatever. If it's St. Patrick's Day, sale. Buy my stuff. You know, like just exactly. whatever I had to do. And then I started getting customers that way. Obviously, it was like friends and family first. And then people started trickling in. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of like random collapse. Like there was this like surprise mystery box. I would like email all those people. Like, can I add something in there? Because they give you like a little bit of money. Like I just did anything I could. Just something. Get it out there to people. Exactly. And then I think once it started getting a little traction, like once the store started paying attention, that kind of saved my life and like made me able to like really sit down for a second and be like, okay, what's the next actual step? Mm-hmm. And you were still studying neuroscience during all this, right? I graduated by then. Okay, got you. I had a degree in fucking neuroscience. Like, what can you do with that? So was that for you mm-hmm. or was that mainly like for parents? Because I'm first gen too and I studied marketing mm-hmm. for half a year solely for them for my Egyptian yeah. parents and I was like girl I can't do this oh, you pulled out Egyptian, algebra yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jamaican yeah it's like you're either a doctor, business lawyer. person mm-hmm. yep exactly That's doctor it. lawyer maybe a mechanic if your parents are mm-hmm. you know on the ocean wild yeah exactly <laughs> and one of my brothers is in computer science one of them is a mechanic and I'm like do I have to be Bye. the doctor yeah, and a business like, person no. like I'm looking for a doctor if anything girl exactly um, don't date a doctor. Horrible. I'll tell you Don't story. date a doctor. No, I'll tell you a story. Really? But my family was like super Jamaican. You know, it was doctor, lawyer. And with me, unfortunately, it was like always good in the sciences. So, I mean, I got this one award. Like there was like this national like science like fair thing for like high school kids. And I won the whole thing. And I was like. Damn. Not trying. And like it just shit kept happening. I was like, mm-hmm. fuck. And then my college, I went to Bard. They offered me like basically a full ride. Gotcha. So my parents were like, you're going. And I applied for FIT and I got in. I wanted to go to FIT and they were like, really? no, we're not doing it. And Aww. like, I'm not making any money. So I couldn't go to, I couldn't really choose my own school. So I did neuroscience. I loved it. But in the back of my mind, I always wanted to do fashion. So during like winter break, spring break, I would go to magazines and like intern, like I interned at Nylon, L, just wherever I could mm-hmm. to like make it work. But it was wild. How was interning at Nylon? Nylon, rest in peace. Um, the public Nylon was fun. It was my first fashion internship. And if anyone's ever had like a fashion internship, you realize it's not really glam. It's actually really rough. Yeah. And I thought I was going to be like, at the shoots and like you know mm-hmm. I thought I was gonna be an editor <laughs> like, living like you're the city fantasy yeah and all. no I yeah. was doing pickups and returns like Valentino like going uptown checking with all this shit in my hands and like really depressed working 12 hours a day and back then like the interns were not paid so I was expected to go there at 9am and I left at 9pm like I got there before like the salaried people yeah. got in and I left after them 
and it was it was fucking rough but i still loved it and because i loved it and i don't like doing work like that unless it means something exactly i really enjoyed it still and i love just having like that proximity to like fashion and like actually the editors and all that stuff so I just stuck it out and did it, but yeah. after that I went to L. I think L was like a little bit, they have a bigger budget, you know, mm-hmm. it's a little nicer there, but L was really great. So, uh, Joe Z was there at the time. He was awesome. Like, gotcha. it, was a good, it was a good time. Would you learn from the whole interning experience? Because mm-hmm. I'm a former intern myself. Mm-hmm. I interned for The Breakfast Club, Elvis Duran. Oh, cool. All those, and it's like... The internship experience, especially mm-hmm. here in the city, especially in the entertainment industry and fashion industry, mm-hmm. is like a whole other world. Everyone it's thinks rough. it's so glamorous. You're doing all these great no. things. That is like 0.5% of it, and if I'm not that, even good at math. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I would say, I guess with the internship experiences here, the biggest takeaway that I tell people is just like, just do it and just these people just seeing your face every day means a lot. Yep. Even if you're like getting coffee or even if you're like picking up someone's, I don't know, whatever errand, it may not feel like you're doing enough and or you're not necessarily going to be doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Just having that face and having that connection having that proximity does a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like your internships, there's at least one or two people from each of them that you can email, you know, to this day. It's like, Exactly. Stuff like that really matters, and you don't realize how much of a, like a level up you you get until you're gone from it, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh shit, like I do have that connection. Yeah. So I'm like, just tough it out. Did you have that moment when you look back at the internships after them, and you were like, I was really doing it. Like I was really out here because it's hard to see when you're in. Yeah, the you don't of celebrate yourself until after when you can look back on it. You're not like traumatized. Mm-hmm. But literally, yeah, it's like. I do look back and I'm like, you are like a little proud of yourself. Like, I really just like hopped from neuroscience into this fucking fashion mm-hmm. closet, you know? Yeah, exactly. So that was really, I think interning like really, really helped in that way. Yeah, interning is a really like. It's tricky, but also like you, you can't take too much shit. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a weird balance. Like, I'm not going to say the mm-hmm. designer, but I had an internship that I was there one day. And really? I was down to work. I was down to like, do whatever mm-hmm. anyone needed. This designer was like kind of like, I guess not as intense anymore, but they, when they got upset, they would make you do like really weird tasks. And this girl I was interning with like pissed them off. And they knocked over a jar of like beads to be sewn on a dress. I was like, count these please, and walked away. And this girl started counting them, and I said, that could never be me. No. I was like, I'm down to, you know, do whatever. You're, like, that's rude, and that's, like, crazy. Like, that shit I'm not dealing with. Yeah. But, and I saw that. They didn't try that with me, but after I saw that, I never went back. I was like, no. Because, like, really? it's a respect thing still, and that was, like, I was like, I'm not dealing with that. I'm the same way. Like, I've seen people that, like, I've entered with, even just, like, at other places, mm-hmm. where, like, they'll put up with certain types of behavior where I'm like is it's it a, worth the bag yeah it's a fine line it's like that's the one thing like there's there's hard no's and that's like one of them like you can make me work all day just don't destroy me yeah that's like it's that easy exactly because my thing how I think about it in my head I'm like what makes this person 
of worthiness to disrespect me, let alone anybody else. It's like, what? Because you own this company and this show, girl, you're not God. Exactly. I don't even know who God is. And that's like, I don't think he's you. Like, it's wild. I just don't like, like, really, like, intense ego, like, people, like, crazy. Like, I don't either. People who take themselves too seriously, I just, like, it's almost, like, laughable. I'm like, chill the fuck out. Like, I guess, like, doing this brand and, like, navigating in this industry and stuff, I've met, like, so many people, and I will say, like, majority have been, like, way cooler than I thought. Mm-hmm. But you always see people who, like, really take themselves too seriously, and they're, like, most of the time, like, people that aren't really doing shit. It's, exactly. like... Where do you even get that from? Like, chill the fuck out. So that's one thing I just always didn't like. When people just, like, come in expecting shit or just being, like, super deep or whatever, it's, like, automatic turn off. That's the thing. And like what you said, it's just very laughable. That's the only reaction I could have to that it's personally. Like, silly. when people take themselves too seriously, even sometimes, like, if my friends say some shit that, like, they're taking themselves away too seriously, like, I'll girl, just... calm down. Yeah. yeah like, I could bat yeah. an eyelash at most and just, like... Yeah, it's, Chuckle. it's dumb. It's like, I don't know. I always tell my team, like, I mean, like, yeah, I want everyone to be serious and I want, like, us to produce the best everything we can. Mm-hmm. But when shit gets, like, really hard and people get, like, super, super stressed, I always, like, stop and I'll be like, y'all, we're not, like, heart surgeons. You know what I mean? We're not neurosurgeons. Like, we're not saving people's lives here. Literally. At the end of the day, it's, it's just fucking clothes and accessories. Like, if something has to be delayed, if something, like, it's cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we don't work for anyone else. It's just us and our customers. Like, y'all don't have, you're like, y'all need to be like jumping off bridges. You know what I mean? Yes. For a handbag, like chill out. So it's just like, there has to be like some sort of like realism within that mm-hmm. for it to work. And that's the thing. Like when people get to that point of taking things so seriously, it's just like, all I could say is like, that just could never be me. Like and even people at, don't want to be around you either. That's what I'm it's saying. Like, it's not cute. Like, when people are, like, ripping their hair out and shit like that, I've had a few former bosses and stuff mm-hmm. like that tell me because I react to things very calmly. Mm-hmm. I have my little notepad, and if something changes, I just... And just figure it out. Okay, I'll mm-hmm. get to it. I've had people tell me, they're just like, you know, we don't really think you care enough because you're not reacting. Oh my I'm God. like, you want me to perform for y'all for free? Yeah, you want me to perform and then do the same shit I was going to do anyway. It don't make sense. Exactly. It does not make sense. It's this fucking saying, like, my fourth grade teacher said, she was like, haste makes waste. And that always pops up in my mind. <laughs> that sounds like such a fourth grade teacher. Like, Isn't it? She's like, let me make sure it rhymes so it really sticks. No, <laughs> but it really did because here I am 26 now, and I'm like, I'm still haste fucking repeating Miss Connolly's proverb. Like, You see? But it worked because that's the thing. Like, when, like people just look goofy. I'm not going to be running around indoors, mm-hmm. first of all, unless if I'm at a gym. That's mm-hmm. craziness. I've had some producers that will be running around within a four by yeah. four studio. I'm like, we all look like circus clowns it's right like now. It's like too much. I feel like yeah. the only people exempt from that are like PR. <laughs> yeah. PR is a whole nother thing. I'm like, you have to just be like on verging on anxiety mm-hmm. to get things done. Yeah. Because you're like depending solely. That on is like completely relationships, timing, everything. But I'm like, everyone else chill out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How do you problem solve? Like in general, like yeah. even if it's like, your own thing like say you're thinking about another line or just in your mm-hmm. own life like how do you problem solve those little situations by yourself i can give you a very like, a real issue that happened with us recently Love. my shoe collection that we launched and there's like a new category you know we had like press lined up for it like it's a big deal for us we were getting them made in portugal and 
in Portugal, European factories are a little bit more chill than a lot of other places. There's a lot of like vacations. It's the the workload like it's different. Mm-hmm. It's not New York, so I was supposed to have my shoes at my warehouse ready to sell and ship in November. I didn't get them till February of the next year. We had so much shit lined up for it. I'm pushing it back. I feel stupid because I'm telling everyone, oh, they're coming out, they're coming out, mm-hmm. they're nowhere to be found. I'm just like, fuck. I was so pissed, but at the same time, I was like, well, if I like throw a tantrum and get super upset, what's that actually gonna solve? It's really in these people's hands. I don't, I can't not like cobble a shoe. You know what I mean? So yeah. I have to wait. And that's what we did. I was like, okay, fuck it. Let's make some more content with our samples while we wait. And let's just make sure we beef it up and make it like the coolest launch it can be. And that's it. There's nothing else I could do. Like Exactly. You know, you have to learn when to admit defeat and like learn how to work around it and like capitalize off of the delay or whatever it is. So that's what we did. That's the thing. I think that might be what those people who freak out in those situations mm-hmm. fear is like maybe they're just like not on their feet when it comes to yeah. those situations. Whereas like you are easily like somebody that's good at mm-hmm. stuff like that, like problem solving, adapting. I mean, like you studied neuroscience and it's, did fashion at the same but it's time. But also like plan ahead. Like, yeah. With all of the stuff that we do, I always like kind of dampen the mood with my team because I'm like, okay, well, worst case scenario, this happens. Where you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, we have like five different plans just in case. The yeah. amount of time like PR has had to like change the whole narrative and change the whole like planning, the calendar, whatever. Logistics is like the girls I deal with my logistics, like warehousing, shipping, all that stuff. Like, if they tell me something's not going to happen, I listen. I'm like, heard you. Exactly. Let's work around it. You know, it's just like, just plan ahead. Yeah. You always need a backup yeah. of your backup. That's why before we started filming, you saw me checking like the five different methods of mm. audio we have to record. I'm like, just everything. You have to. You have to. Because if not, then that's when I start panicking. Personally, mm-hmm. Then that's when you're going to see. And I'm like, I don't need to be looking. This, this is crazy. also completely different. This is like in person, like kind of one shot. And that's it. So mm-hmm. I couldn't handle the stress. Really? See, because when you're talking about logistics and things like that, I'm like, bless her, because I can't handle it. Uh, it seems so easy. Like, this. this, I couldn't do. Really? Yeah, like, on the spot, like, mm-mm. Mm. Like, I dread even, like, phone interviews. Like, if a magazine calls and we do something, I'm like, <sighs> I just feel like I have one shot. What if I say the wrong thing? Like, mm. It's crazy. Yeah, I just, with life as well, I just kind of, like, bullshit my way along. You and have like, to, like, works, bullshit and be a little delusional, and it'll work out. Babes. It always works out. Delusion is crazy powerful. It's insane. There's, um, fuck, I don't even remember the quote verbatim. But, yeah, you literally just have to be, like, kind of psycho and kind mm-hmm. of silly to make your shit work. Do you know how many people, like, laughed at me when I was like, I'm going to do handbags? They're like, what the fuck are you doing, Ryan? I'm like, are you serious? You know what I mean? Look like, that. you have to be a little fucking delusional. Yeah. And it'll work out. Who would laugh at you? Or is it even, like, friends or, like, former yeah, friends? Yeah, it's, or like, everyone. Like, my own family, like, friends. Like, my own mom was like, you need to stop doing this. Like, this is just a hobby. Like, you know what I mean? Fast Mm-mm. forward to now. Exactly. She's like, team Brandon. But it's so real. You know what I mean? It's like. 
you have to just like kind of be shameless and to get what you want. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, especially coming from the parents too, and like having mm -hmm. immigrant parents, it's like they're so scared of virtually everything. And I'm yeah. like, why are y'all scared of everything? You came from a third world country in the 80s. Like, this should it's be nothing to crazy. you. It's crazy. They just like, I think with them, they've, we're like the generation where we're like showing them like you can do other things and mm -hmm. be successful and they've just never seen that and don't understand it so you literally have yeah. to be the person that like puts in their face um they also have like the strangest work ethic where like even when they're supposed to be chilling they feel like they need to be doing something or yeah. that gives them their like value and i'm like you're doing this all wrong like Mm -hmm. You're just gonna drag, like, dr you know, drive yourself into the fucking ground. Yeah. And I've seen that, like, with my family. Like, everyone that's retired still works. And I'm like, really? oh my God, you guys, like, what the fuck? Babes. Yeah, like, you came here to, like, just keep working? Like, no, that's not the goal. But, no. It's weird. But I think, weirdly enough, too, some of that is, like, ingrained in you because of it. So, like, your work, your work ethic is a little bit, like, stronger and crazier than, like, yeah other people yeah. yeah i was just about to say that and like i'm so that way as well i'm like when i'm resting i'm resting mm -hmm. when i'm retiring i'm going to be retired yeah but still there'll be weeks where i come back home and i'm mm -hmm. like i feel like my father the way i'm working the, like and immigrant tingle yeah yes like, it's there it's oh like, my gosh mm -hmm. yeah and it's like the more like bookings or more jobs it's like that excitement but it's also like this kind of like tension mm -hmm. with it that is frightening but it's so exciting at the same time exactly and i'm like yes i get to come home and feel exasperated mm -hmm. on friday and i'm like why am i what kind of shame kink why am i looking it's forward so to this so weird i don't know i think first gen is like it's a superpower almost because like we get like the whole like america chill the fuck out yeah you know, self-care wellness when we also have that like super toxic like work trait oh it's the best of both worlds one a hundred percent. I've been like trying my best to work on that this mm -hmm. year. Like I'm a to-do list girl. Like I love a mm -hmm. list and it has to be physical. Oh really? I can't. Really? I can't You're a notes app girl? Mm-hmm. Uh, my notes is like stupid. See, my notes app is just filled with like stupid shit I write about boys when I'm like bored on the train and my oh, AirPods no. are dying. Oh yeah. I'm a fucking like nerd in the best way possible. It's like but, 2025 plans. And See, like, <laughs> that I have to write down. I can't write down. <sighs> I tried, like, writing and, like, journaling. Shit. I, I can't. Journaling, no. Person. Because my brain is my live journal. And there's, yeah. like, 50 different thoughts per minute. Mm -hmm. But, like, a to-do list. Like, if I'm yeah. going to a grocery store, I need my you list. You need a list? Oh, yeah. And I'm, like, that oh, auntie that's, that's so like, weird. leaning over the cart to, like, cross out. Oh, no. Items. Oh, mm -mm. yeah. yeah. That would yeah, distract yeah. me. I would get anything done. See, the phone distracts me because a grinder pops up and I'm like, hold on. Wait, what? Wait, like, <laughs> everything out the window. Exactly. I'm like, I was just trying to buy some fucking that was Brussels sprouts. Now there's dick on my screen. What's happening? You're like, great. Exactly. I had to delete that app because of that purpose. Mm -hmm. It was going to be distracted. Speaking of dating, I'm going to tell you why not to date a doctor. Amazing. So, I don't know how many years ago this was. Before my current boyfriend in like between like my ex before I dated this guy he was a surgeon mm. I was so close to saying his name <laughs> um <laughs> let's call him Paul Paul I have an uncle Paul so okay so this guy really into his job you know it's a surgeon so I was like oh this is it like 
Mm-hmm. I'm never going to work. I can't wait. Discounts. You know, I just want to live a great life. <laughs> so then um, dating him was really horrible because how he would talk to his patients is why I say, like, be careful dating doctors. Like, their job is to analyze and, like, you know, find solutions mm-hmm. for everyone they come in contact with. And you are not exempt from that, even though you're dating them. So he would do, like, weird things. Like, he'd be like, oh, like, check my... Are you feeling like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. You look a little tired. Did you do this? And like, he would literally just be like telling me (laughs) shit about myself. I'm like, yeah, I'm tired and stressed and like annoyed. Like, yeah, we all are. But he would like do weird shit like that. Like if I was out drinking, he'd be like, I don't know. You should maybe not too much. You know what happens after four drinks? Like he would like say weird shit like that. God forbid I smoked a cigarette. That was like the end of the fucking world. It was just like, it was so annoying. And then the thing that really like made me like back up was, Totally violated HIPAA laws. He sent me a photo during the day, like random fucking day. I swear to God, like I wish I saved it. It is someone like cut open, like knocked out, and he's just there like this, and he's like thinking of you. What? Look, a crazy thing today. I was like, it sounds like I'm lying. Like I swear to God, like I swear to fucking God. Sent me a picture of someone like literally cut open, and he's just like this. I was like, you don't know how to like communicate with people. I think you went, you did, you were in school so long. That yeah. you like, you skip down like bar hopping and like coming home late and like mm-hmm. one night stands. So like you're just like, you're like a really grown, smart kid. Yeah, grown baby. Yeah, and you can't talk to people your age, and and when you do, you're telling them about themselves. I was like, I gotta go. That's psychotic. My friends were like, what? Like you're gonna dump him? Like no. It's always I was the like, fucking friends. I was like, no, I gotta go. Like when y'all could take him? Like I'm not, I'm not doing this. It's like how does a severed body on a table? Make you it was think weird. of me. Like this person was in surgery, like this person had the surgery and does not know that like oh, their no. surgeon was like this and sent it to their boo. Like no. you take a picture with me while I'm getting it my was BBL. weird. No. It was so fucking weird. So just midday, you get that text and like yeah, and like think that I don't know. I just feel like sometimes in like those fields that require a lot of schooling, it's like don't cancel me, but it's like I really feel like you lose out on like a lot of social moments mm-hmm. and then you're like the, the successful person that like can't relate to people. Yeah. It's like yeah. street smarts, book smarts. Like you have to have that. You have to have a balance. Good balance. I don't really yeah. have a lot of book smarts, but balance. I like pretend to have book smarts. Well, you're, you're a neurosurgeon or well, neuroscience student. Yeah. Like major. I have a degree. With neuroscience degree. Okay. Oh, that's not cute. I've never said that out loud. Yeah. Say it one more time. I have mm-hmm. a neuroscience degree. Oh shit! I've never said that out loud. Exactly. That sounds really cute. Okay. I'm that's saying cute. that. So you could look at a picture of a brain and be like, mm-hmm, "That's the." They have the campus, frontal lobe, all that wow. good stuff. Wow. I took AP Psych because I wanted to be a therapist at some point oh in my, my life. Oh my god, no. Oh, I dropped out. The next Mm-mm. week, no. I was like, this is too much fucking terms, too many lobes and shit. It's really confusing. How I learned okay. it was like, you just have to like, like hippocampus is like where the memory is. So I would say like, if you see a hippo on campus, you'd remember it. Like I'd like do dumb shit like that really? to remember it. I mean, everybody else in my class was just smart naturally and like no, remembered yeah. it. I'd be saying the dumbest like nursery rhymes in my head. <laughs> like, no, I'm this, that's why. We all got the same grades. So I was like, it worked. Exactly. It was, like. Voice him? I was like, it was just giving like legally blonde. But I mean, she got the degree. Also, my neuroscience professor, Felicia Keezing, 
she called me into her office once and she sat me down because I would like get dressed up like Bard was very like mm-hmm. granola crunchy kids you know like yeah they went to sit under a tree and you read were the and, brood and yeah I like to like dress up I was like watching Real Housewives like I those kids just did not relate so I throw like my cute little fits to the class and all this stuff and one time she called me to her office after class and was like you know sometimes I feel like neuroscience isn't for everyone like you're doing <gasps> fine but she was like you know like maybe it maybe it's not for you like I see how you come in I see how you're dressed and stuff like maybe it's not for you and I was like that kind of made me stay in neuroscience because exactly. like bitch you're not about to like play in my face like exactly I'm whooping everybody's ass in this class well, not everybody's but I was like and I'm them. keeping up and I can actually just like fucking pair my clothes together congrats I'm not wearing a Jansport backpack and cut off like I don't even know what they're called right like, these weird shorts and I'm just like yeah. I'm not gonna do that to myself yeah and yeah she like was really like confused by that I was like we could have been friends I could introduce you to a couple things but Mm. And it's not Holy like you were shit. doing bad. No, like if I was failing, then yeah, like fucking tell me, like go do something else. It was the weirdest thing ever. I don't see that correlation whatsoever. It was weird. My um statistics class, they Sorry, tried it too with me. I know. Anyways, my, my statistics class, they also did something like that too. But I was like, whatever. It's barred. Statistics. See, I never took that. I didn't get that far. It's dumb. It's the dumbest math. Isn't like, it just it's like It's math survey? based off of just like thinking about like what if. It, it doesn't make sense. Mm. The whole time I was in class, I was like, I just want to cheat. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be here. It was bad. It's better to cheat than repeat. Thank Yeah. You're my kind of girl. Listen. I, I just find it resourceful. I'm yeah. using my resources. Mm-hmm. Sarah shouldn't have her paper out or her test it sitting out like that. It should not be that close to me. Sorry, I have great it vision. Is what it is. Yeah. Exactly. I was, <laughs> statistics and oh my god, Sanskrit. I took fucking Sanskrit what because is that? we had exactly we had to take a language course like to graduate, oh. and I was like French, Japanese, like Spanish. I was like that's so like everyone does it. Let's I'm gonna do Sanskrit like the dead like, like language. Girls. You know like I took Sanskrit the first class. I was like, what the fuck? It's like this dead ancient language that like no one really speaks to this day. Interesting. Like it's like widely. Oh, sorry. So I was like, fuck. My one of my good friends, Christine, was in that class, and her grade was my grade. I'm gonna say that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Teamwork. Yeah. Collaboration. Was it a collab? It was a one-sided collab. Maybe you were just very much inspired by the yes. hard work she put, and you just thought to follow in her exactly footsteps. Maybe answers. She was also my roommate, so I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, we're, we're stuck together. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. I got through tech ed solely because this one girl, Emily. Tech next ed? To me. Yeah. Jesus. It was that rough. sounds horrible, yeah. It was rough. Like, my school didn't have any of those fun classes. That was the only, like, unconventional class. And we were, like, chopping wood and shit. It was weird. Oh I grew up God. in Maryland. So, like, they were into all that. That, like, type of... Yeah, and at least that I could just like sit with my goggles in the back and just spectate and kind of supervise mm-hmm. and just kind of serve in the corner. But then they would actually give you tests. No, I'm failing all that. Same. I did a um, sculpture class at Bard, and sculpture I really liked class. it. Yeah, 
<laughs> I really liked it. Yeah. But then we had to get we got to like the wood shop part of it. And literally every like boy that was like somewhat interested in me, Aww. I was like, Can you please like cut this and then drill it to this and make this? Like I would just draw it out and I'd have them like make it because I was like I was so scared of the saws. I was like, mm-hmm. I can't lose a finger for it. Like this isn't even like my major. You know what I mean? Like I'm not losing a finger. Yeah. And I had a little workshop in there. You genius. I, I had a little workshop in there. You what genius. was my professor's name? Ken Kenji. Kenji something. He's like kinda like popping too. I'm sorry, Kenji. Oh. But he called me out. He was like, You did this? I was like, I had some help. <laughs> but they all shout out to Aaron Strauss. He was one of the boys. Like Love. they all were just making my shit. It I was mean, great. Like when we're out in the real world applying to jobs and shit like that, they want you to be a team player. Yeah. I think that's a team player and I think that's very leaderly. You know you. what? It was working on leadership skills. I'm gonna I'm gonna run that. And one. look now. Look, it worked. You see? I had um now that we're just airing out how we got through fucking school. I know, school. we're just like, yeah, fuck school. No, because <laughs> Honestly, like I go back on like Facebook from time to time. There's people that are like, "Oh my God, I miss this old memory." I'm like, "Oh, it did what it needed to do." I don't ever want to relive that shit. I think again. people that are really stuck on like, like high school or college who like Peaked. live by it. I'm like, oh, you're not having fun like, in like real life. No. I'm like, I will never in my life say high school or college was the best years of my life. I could never say that. I was like, what? No. Whenever people do that, I'm like, no, you got to live. Like, go outside. That's what I'm saying. Like, we were also children. Like, looking back on it, even now, I think it's been 10 years since I started high school. I'm like, what? I didn't even know anything. You didn't even know who you were, really. You know what I mean? It's like, no. How could I say, like, that was the best? Like a football game, Sarah? That's what you're reminiscing on? Yeah, I'm like, girl, like... You know they say like touch grass, like touch some fucking yes. tequila. Damn. Literally. Like please. <laughs> Literally touch some tequila, smoke a joint or something. Yeah, they did like, a lot of that in my school, but do a drug or two, like something. Go to a party. Please. That's not a homecoming or what was the other one? Prom. I am going to my it's my ten year college reunion. Really? This month, it's May, May twenty sixth. Okay, so explain this. That, I'm like I'm gonna fuck it up. Okay, see, it's because be my so friends good. I talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. We're like would we go? Would we not? You would only go, go if you're like out? hot. Still, that sounds so horrible to say, but like, I'm not going looking fucked up. You know? No. I'm like, no. You're gonna get like. Mm-hmm. I'm playing the outfits. Mm-hmm. I'm playing everything. Like, I'm going there with like on a mission. Yeah. I can't wait. You just step in, bag, outfit, and all. Is yeah, that? just like, hey guys. Hi, good to see you guys. Oh, you saw the Starbucks thing? Thanks. Exactly. I'm just gonna being at a predominantly white liberal school, you would think that like, well, they're liberal, you know, it's gonna be like a safe space. It's actually like I wish you just like were horrible and racist so I could just see it with my eyes. Cause now you're like you're doing this weird like Oh yeah. You're two different people in one thing. Oh yeah. And I don't know if there's like a microaggression where you don't know how to talk to people and you telling me that like you've never been around like a black gay person is not a compliment. Like Shit like that for four years, and now they all have like bear bellies. I'm like, I'm coming for you. Like, it's my turn. Exactly. You know, I had to deal with that. I couldn't really speak up for myself because, like, who's gonna have my back? Nobody else was black. I think it was 6% black in the whole school. Wow. Yeah. And that's I was here in New York. That's what I'm saying. 
and the school is 60,000 a year. So it's like rich, liberal, white kids. So it was like, mm. like I remember one girl asked me, she was like, so where do you summer? I was like, Brooklyn, home. I go home for the summer. And she was like taken aback like, oh, you just go back home? I was like, yes. I live here. <laughs> I'm 16. I am poor. <laughs> like I don't have these like options. I'm like, not even going to lie when you say they're it. They're so confused. They're That's... so confused. It was like wild. And it was, those four years were like, I feel like in New York, if you're a black or PSC, like, you know, just through life experience growing up, that you are black or POC, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. there's some fucked up shit that's happened to you or you've seen it, you've had proximity to it. There, it was like, but in New York, you also see so many different types of people. In the day, yeah. In the day that it kind of counteracts it weirdly, mm -hmm. even though there is still like real trauma. That was like every single day. I've never been called sassy in my life until I went to bars. I even know people use the word sassy. Like, Ew. Like, it's not a gross word. Ew. Like, I didn't even know people use the word sassy. I thought that was like a 1950s, like, word. Like, I didn't know that was like yeah, a Yeah, like thing. some I love Lucy Yeah, shit. and they would yeah. be like, oh, you're so sassy. I'm like, no, I just said my opinion. And <laughs> I can't say anything without being called, like, sassy. Like, I have an attitude. It was fucking horrible. That word. I had the lunch ladies, like, chased me out of the lunchroom because they didn't think that like I was a student like several times and I'm like one of the three black people I'm like you chased me out twice like you know me like it was fucked up like that it's like yeah I'm coming in the school to steal your fucking lunches yeah, yeah like work I, in the middle of upstate New York I came all the way here to get like a fucking bologna sandwich like come on so that was the whole thing Bard <sighs> was really like it was great because I did make a lot of connections, mm -hmm. but it was also like super toxic and it was not good. Like whenever I meet like black kids that want to go to bar, I'm like, go somewhere else. Blink twice if you need. Yeah, help. I'm like, yeah. don't do it. How are you, sweetie? Yeah, you I'm can like, tell me, please. And the only stuff I really do with them is like if it's like their black student organization stuff like that. Like I'll talk and do all that stuff. But it's just like mm -hmm. that was a rough time. Wow, we just really went to like, uh, I just no, trauma dumb. No, oh my God. It's it's so, like, it resonates with me so much. You're sitting next to the fucking 2015 senior superlative. What is it called? Yeah, senior superlative fucking, like, winner of the sassiest senior. Yes. They gave me that shit when I was graduating. I was like, what the fuck does this mean? You I'm not even have a choice. Like, it's like, they just call you that and they're like, run with it. Yes. That's fucked this up. This bitch from the yearbook committee came and she was just like, Joey, we want to have you a sassy senior. And I was like, huh? Wow. They're like, you're just so funny. And you just say things with like this edge and you mean it. I wasn't even out yet at the time. And I'm like, huh? You're like, I have a personality. I'm sorry. Literally. Like, exactly. That's so, so bad. Trauma dump away. Yeah. Because babes, I'm still working on it. Yeah. Bard was rough. But I think. <sighs> and that shit follows you. Because I feel like even now, like when I was at the CFDA Awards, like. It was so great. Like, I felt like I deserved to be there. And, like, mm -hmm. it was nice, like, getting that recognition. I loved it. And, like, the CFDA, like, everyone's been, like, fashion people in general have been, like, really supportive and nice yeah. to me. But then I have that weird, like, imposter syndrome still. Mind you, I have, like, a very, like, profitable company. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're doing a lot of firsts. And even in that, I still, like, go to this stuff. And I'm, like, do I really belong? Like, yeah. And it's yeah. weird. It's, like, yeah. And my friends were like, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, you are going, like, whoop everyone's ass. But I'm like, no, I feel really, like, insecure all the time from that shit. Like, mm. you just get beat down so much. 
and you don't even really realize or take it all in and then when you're actually there to like perform and show and like be who you're supposed to be you're still like insecure yeah it's fucked up it's because i think our bodies and our minds just remember it being such an often occurrence for Mm -hmm. us where anything that triggers or resembles it we just immediately go back into that thing no matter like how hard we've worked on our inner selves and blah 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 like yeah that imposter syndrome shit it's real i did a talk with um lvmh and that was like really awesome and even then i was like i was like do i belong here like do and it's like, yeah, I fucking do. But, like, you know, some people don't have to question that. They, like, live their normal lives and, like, go in fully confident. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's so fucked up that I don't know if I'll ever fully be confident in any setting I'm in. Like, I'll put on the face and whatever, but it's just, like, it's weird. Yeah. I need to, like, go to therapy for that. Do you go? I don't go. I, I do so. go to therapy, but I take extended breaks. Because she began my nerves and then it gets a little too deep. I'm like, I don't even want to fix up. Part of me. Like, just let it be buried. So, I'll be like a strong three months, then like two months off, then three months. To, like, I like it's that. It's weird. I like that because I think it's great, but I think maybe too much of it for me personally. I just be like, this is a lot of talking about myself. How are you today, Sandra? Yeah. You know, like. You also don't want to be like a therapy robot. Like, like I have friends that are yeah. like my, my therapist told me this my therapist like I don't want to be that person like, yeah like what do you think you know, you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I get it. like I'm all for therapy like that it's a real thing but it's like for me I can't handle too much at once I can't handle a long run of it at once I can never be one of those people that are always in it I don't know I think I would morph into a whole new being that isn't necessarily positive yeah and I like a little like. Surprise here yeah, and there. Yeah, I like a little mystery and yeah, like I a kind little of psychotic like, break, you know. I think it's just character building. Yeah, you need like a plot. You need the you need you need like a storyline. That's what I'm saying. I'm like every yeah. good memoir and documentary and biopic has like the breakdown scene. They're not talking about being in therapy. They're talking about like just full on spiral. You need a little spiral in life. Oh yeah. Because I think it's important to face your demons with a therapist, but it's also important to see them sometimes too. Just in the real world. You ate that. Like, that's cute. You ate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You really ate that. Thanks. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> yeah. You're the Brandon Blackwood self-help book. Oh, my God. Coming. I want to start, um, um, I want to do a marketing thing. Because I, like, love marketing. Mm. I want to do, like, a little something. Like a marketing book or something? Or, like. Either, like, a book or just, like, a online thing. Like, a video where it's just, like, this is how you, like. You should do a master class. this. You know, kind of like that. Have you watched Chris Jenner's Masterclass? Yes, I have. I'm watching it now. Icon. It's so good. But she doesn't give you all the secrets. No, she, she does like, not. She, like, does it. She's like, this is what's smart. Yeah. But I'm not going to tell you all everything. It's a cute table of contents as to what to do. It is. And it's like, I was like, Icon. She had to keep some to herself. Yeah. I understand. I'm like, it's My favorite thing working. on Instagram is Chris Jenner's bio with, like, all the companies listed. I'm like... Just that. <laughs> Just that. I wonder what? if she went to her high school reunion. Uh, I'm sure. And probably showed out. I would. Are you kidding me? Same. If I was Chris Jenner, like, yeah. I'm sponsoring the fucking high school Down. Yeah, exactly. Like, Bring my own DJ I'm flying them there. Like, you're going to see me at that point. Helicopter pad landing. Yeah, like. On top of the high school. I, like, absolutely. Intro with a spotlight. Yeah. And all. The, the E intro. <laughs> yes, exactly. The full theme on. song. Full production. And everything. 
Yeah, how's your relationship with them? Because I know Kim taking that one picture with the ESR bag is like. I don't have like a relationship uh-huh. with them, but um, that did a lot for the brand. How did for you sure. do that, girl? I DM'd her. Really? I was like, a, like I drank like three glasses of wine. I was like, I'm gonna just DM her, and it, she responded, and we sent the bag, and then they've been really cool. She wrote my recommendation for uh, my what was it? CFDA. I applied for the CFDA fashion fund. I never got, oh. I never got a fashion fund. Really? I applied three times, never got it. But wow. it's just crazy. But yeah, and she wrote my recommendation, and then. Like, Lupita Nyong'o was one of the first celebrities to, like, ever wear... Uh, Lupita and Amandala, like, one of the first to mm. ever wear anything. Um, I don't know. I think the brand has a lot of, like, friends of the brand. And, like, people have, like, been super, like, instrumental and, like, impactful in, like, making it grow. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, like... I don't know. That's, to me, like, looking at that, it's, like, really major. Yeah. It's crazy. I was going to say the way other celebrities wear your stuff like it looks so natural and it mm. looks like yeah ice spice would be wearing the parker bag like you know, it just makes complete but sense that's why i love i think with uh our celeb and celeb placement we're not a brand that like forces our shit on people mm-hmm. like i would never be like please wear this please like i would never do that yeah. you know like but i think people just see that it's cool that you know the brand has some buzz and like they actually like the stuff Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it's really cool seeing, like, celebs, like, wearing, like, a $200 bag. You know what I mean? That's, exactly. like, I think that speaks enough to the brand. It's, like, you know, people actually fuck with the stuff we're doing. So that's always really great. Yeah. It's it's cool to see. And I think all the celebs that gravitate to it are people that would actually buy my stuff. So I exactly, love that. Exactly. Exactly. Like, and we do get some, like, random, like, kind of outliers are iconic. Like, Katie Holmes has been wearing a lot of stuff recently. I'm like, come really? off. I'm like, yes, wow. Katie. Um, we had Kate Beckinsale, which I was like, hot. I was like, okay. She was like in the full-on, like, split. Like, oh, in the exactly. shoes. I was like, what? And then, um, yeah, we've had, like, Joan Collins. Like, mm-hmm. there's a sprinkle. Like, I feel like everyone's a BB girl, you know? I love it. Even that that tagline right there. Yeah, everyone's a BB girl. BB girl. It's like... It's hot. It's cool. And that's the thing, because that's actual, like, inclusivity in a brand. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, Katie Holmes is fucking wearing this shit, and so am I. It's like... It makes you feel There's a cool. range, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't think I would be happy with a brand that just has one type of customer, because then, one, that kills your expansion, just from, like, a business side. Literally, like, exactly. It's kind of stupid to, like, just focus on one type of customer and that's it. I agree. But also, like, I say this to, like, fellow designers and, like, people that are, like, coming up, even though I still feel like I'm coming up, it's, like, sell your shit and market your shit to the people that are around you, surrounding you, that support you. Exactly. That's how it's going to blow up. I've never priced my stuff, like, $1,000 because my friends cannot buy a $1,000 bag. Mm-hmm. So why the fuck am I... Do- I don't even know those type of people. So why am I trying to sell to them? I'm not even in those rooms in, the, in that door. Yeah. What What makes you think the girl that's going to pay, you know, 3K for a Celine bag is going to look at me and be like, oh, this is, I love this. New favorite brand. It's like, no. Go to the people around you. It will circulate and it'll grow to mm-hmm. that point. And I think that's what we did and that's what's worked. Yeah. And if you stay around the people you know, they also know you. Thus forth, they know 
your product, what your brand, mm-hmm. what your image is about. Like People you don't go need harder. Exactly. So I think our customer base now is like, we have a really loyal like foundation to the brand. I mean, we have people that absolutely hate us. We have people that absolutely love us. And then we have the people that are just like in between. Mm. But I think for the most part, it's just like, it's really cool to see like something that started off as like an accent now being something that so many people feel so like intense and passionate about. Yeah. So yeah, it's weird. Do you take a moment to think about that? You know, I do this thing where my team always like laughs at me because I don't, when like a really big thing happens, like when the Starbucks thing happened, mm-hmm. we all like went to um, some restaurant around here and we were hanging out and everyone's like cheersing and whatever. I'm just like this at the table, like on my phone. And they're like, what is yeah. wrong with you? I'm like, I don't know. I don't feel it yet. Mm-hmm. But then I'll go home and then I'll like look and reflect on it. And I'll like shed a tear or two and be like, okay, that was like kind of major. Yeah. So like it's things like I don't, it always hits me a little later. Like, with Serena Williams, when we dressed her, I was just so nervous until she hit the carpet. Then when I saw her on the carpet then, like, everyone else was already excited. Yeah. When we saw that, that's when I started getting tear and like, oh my god, I can't believe it. And like, Cheryl was like the one time, like, when I was watching her on stage, I was like, I was invited to a dinner thrown by Essence magazine. And it was really chic, it was really cute, but it was the night of the Emmys. Mm. And I know Cheryl's wearing this dress and no one else fucking knows. And I'm at this table and my <sighs> phone is just like in my hand. I'm not paying attention to the speeches, to the dinner. I'm not eating. I'm just like thinking on my phone, refreshing Instagram, Twitter, like anything. And it got to a point where it went, Cheryl hit the carpet. I literally excused myself and was like, I have to go home because I can't like, Aww. I'm not going to be of any yeah service here because i can't focus Mm -hmm. i went home i think i made like a tequila soda and just started crying i was like oh my god i'm so happy and it's like i have the moments a little delayed i'm sure you do too though you know what i mean i'm the same way it feels like when you're like your friends like bring you a cake for your birthday and they're saying happy birthday or just they're like I don't know. It's like my third day here. Yeah, you guys stop. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But then maybe like a week later, you see the pictures. You're like, mm, exactly. So nice. It's like, I don't know. I don't really. I'm not like in the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm the same, it's same way. Weird. How did the whole Cheryl thing happen? Because she still like follows and stands the hell out of the brand. It's like every other post I see, she comments. I'm just oh, like, yeah, oh she yeah, she's a like, baby girl. She is. I love her. Um. Before I even talk about like how it happened, Cheryl is the coolest person ever. We did the um, we did the fitting in person. We're at the really? Beverly Hills Hotel. We had like the suite, and we're just like there. After the fitting, I was like, "Let's just drink some champagne." She's like, "Absolutely." She was just dropping gems, like all the advice, telling me everything. Just and I'm just like, "It's Cheryl," you know what I mean? So I'm just mm-hmm. like shutting up and listening to everything she has to say. And she's Jamaican, so it's just like instant connection. But that happened. I was in Tokyo, and we were there for like sales stuff. And my boyfriend styled her for the Cut magazine. She wore something that I originally made for Megan Thee Stallion, this like long coat. Yeah. And she really liked it. The photo came out good. She hit Birdo up like four days before the Emmys, being like, "I need a dress. Can you like be my stylist for this?" Berto's freaking out. He calls me. I'm in Tokyo, so it's like the time difference is like way off. Exactly. He's like, 
oh my god, I'm looking for dresses. I'm gonna have to like. He started to email like you know all the big houses, blah blah blah, and I was like, I mean, if you can't find anything, I'll make it. And he was like, what? I was like, we have like a team of sixteen people, like we can make a fucking dress, mm-hmm. like if we try. <laughs> you know? Exactly. It's like, and sure enough, we did. And that dress that she wore wasn't the one that she she didn't pick that. So what happened? No really? one knew that dress existed. So I do this thing where I never like whenever we get like custom clients, I always like make the thing they want, but I always like make something else just in case. Like Prepared. the thing I would Genius. like to yeah. see them in, even though like what they want is priority. Always. Completely. Cheryl wanted bright color. She wanted you know to be sexy, but very like whimsical. So I yeah. made this like giant orange dress with a slit, giant sleeves. It was very like show girl. Like mm-hmm. it's Cheryl. Dream girl. She tried it on, yeah. And, you know, we're doing the alterations, and Burrow didn't even know this dress existed. And I'm in the room, and I know it's in the back room. And I was like, Cheryl, there's one more dress. And she was like, what? And she told me, no black. Whatever I do, do not make black. I was like, there's one more dress. I just made it. You don't have to, but like, I just need to see it on you. Mm-hmm. She's like, fine, okay. But, like, I mean, we already did the adjustments and measurements for this dress that she's like, and so she goes and changes into it. Birdo is like, one thing about my man, he do not yell at me, he don't do anything, but he was pissed. He was really? like, I believe that, that's so unprofessional. Like, you cannot like, cause he's like a South, so he does like bow covers and stuff, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So he's like, what are he you doing, this, yeah. you know? And I'm just like, oh, shut up. Like, whatever, I don't listen to men. So basically, <laughs> no, seriously, like what? No, right. We did five years, like I don't have to listen to all the Exactly. So, sure enough, she came out in it, and her face was smiling, Aww. and her daughter was on FaceTime, and they were like, that's the one. And I was just like, okay, what do you say? Exactly. <laughs> what do you say? And that was it. It looked so great. She looked snatched. She looked beautiful. And I was like, okay, that's it. So, it's always, like, a little bit of, like, not listening. Mm-hmm. Always. But. And wow. Yeah. I mean, look, we had the actual dress. Yeah, exactly. In case that's what she wanted, but seeing that and it made me feel so proud because that was something that like you know I didn't ask anyone's opinion on or anything I was just like let's mm-hmm. just do it and that was the one that happened and I, I don't know that made me feel like okay maybe I do know what I'm kind of doing you know yeah. but yeah that dress like no one knows like that was the one that was never supposed to even be made wow crazy that's crazy and that's her like loving supporting and validating mm-hmm. your vision because the first one that's just you going off of her yeah. instruction mm-hmm. which like fears hot and you probably turned it yeah but it's cute. like that second dress. that one was like oh you like it and this is like and it was like all Aww. the no's she said kind of in it and she still liked it i was so happy that's was so crazy. happy so yeah and that was the dress she won her first emmy in which i'm like it was you know, it's a part of, like, Cheryl history. So I love that. It's, mm-hmm. That's major. Like, the way, you know, the way we look back on, like, outfits of ours. We're like, oh, mm-hmm. we wore this to da-da-da. Like, you know, ladies have moments where they're like, oh, mm-hmm. this was my wedding dress. Like, yeah. that's her wedding dress, yeah, essentially. She has that dress. Eyes. She still has that dress. I'm like, you know, that's yours. Put somewhere. That's but, crazy. And then, like, Serena Williams, that was just, like, I mean, I was so nervous because I was like, Serena Williams, like mother. Yeah. This is literally like the greatest athlete ever. You can't make her like upset. You know what I mean? You can't like imagine you making something for her and she doesn't like it. She's I like, would, oh. I would be so like destroyed. Serena's saying your work is mid. It's yeah. just like, oh 
I would literally just run and cry. She looked amazing. You could tell she felt really good in it. Like, mm-hmm. with her, you could tell she was really feeling it. And I was just like, it made me so happy because I was like, I want her to just feel like a bombshell. Just like yeah. the hottest on the carpet. And that made me feel really good. That's mm-hmm. amazing. And that's the thing. Like, these people transform when they're wearing yeah. your stuff. They're not just like, oh, I'm wearing so-and-so. Like, Cheryl I want them the all to feel and look like, you know, mm-hmm. when you wear a certain outfit and you know you look good and you feel good, something radiates. Oh, yeah. And I feel like every gown we've done so far for someone, you see that in, like, how they walk, talk, yep. like, everything. And I'm like, I want to keep that going. We are just making so much, oh, sorry. We're making so much, like, other custom stuff. And, yeah, I'm excited for you guys to see, like, what else we're going to be dressing in the future. amazing. I'm excited. What do you think about the Met Gala? The Met Gala, you know what? I had just finished Andre Leon Talley's book. Mm. So him and Carl Lagerfeld were, like, besties, you know? So because of that, I felt like I knew a lot more about Carl than, like, I normally did. And then this happened, so I was like, oh, shit. I thought it was really good. I thought that there's going to just be a lot of actual just, like, archive Chanel. Yeah. So it was kind of exciting to see, like, actual other brands, like, and their take on Chanel, which was cool. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, like, Cardi and Colin are unstoppable. I agree. Like, the best. I agree. Um, Carlos Nazario and Nook, like, amazing. My friend Brandon, he styled um, Alton. And I didn't know really? he styled Alton. And I, when I saw Alton's, like, I was like, oh, my God, he's, like, the Chanel bride, but, like, you know, the groom. Exactly. And I was freaking out. And then I saw on his Instagram, he's, like, styled by Aww. me. I was, like, <gasps> I was, like, freaking out. I was, like, Brandon, you, that was amazing. Yeah. Because I feel like that was, like, bold and, like, still kind of, like, risque, but still. Exactly. Executed really well. I have to say, I think for the most part, a lot of people, like, did a pretty good job. I think so, too. I think the men kind of ate. The guys really they came through. They tore Bad yeah. Bunny. With his back out, I was like, okay. Uh, I was like, really? Okay, girl. Go so for it. So sexy. Head to Did toe. It. Even, like, his face done up, hair slicked back. It like, was great. The whole thing. The train. Because I think... I love that little, like... Uh, it was Jacquemus, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that whole moment. That flower train. Because I think everyone's trying to have their kind of, like, Rihanna train moment. Mm-hmm. Circa 2017. Yeah. But that's a way to have the dramatic train, but make it different. Just a little off the shoulder. Exactly. Back out looking juicy. Ugh. It was so good. I mean, like. Cardi killed it, too. I like Doja with the prosthetic. I think so, Everyone too. was like, you know what I think? I think people who aren't in fashion or work in fashion were let down by this Met Gala. But I'm like, Chanel is not Moschino. You know what I mean? Like, you're no. not going to get, like, you shouldn't be seeing, like, costumes. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you should not be, like. Exactly. It's a very refined woman, a very like, exactly, you know, exactly, knee length skirts. Like it mm-hmm. is not that brand to mm-hmm. like be crazy. So I'm like, no, they did a good job for the theme. I think so too. So yeah, like Dua Lipa's. Like somebody made like a compare and contrast thing mm-hmm. between her. Look, I think it was the one from 2019. It was like that purple mm-hmm. look, and she had her hair all teased up to this. And people were like, oh, we prefer the other look. And I'm like, these are two That's different not themes. The thing babes. though. That's that's why I'm always just like when like so when I see like comments and stuff I'm like, y'all don't even know like the history of it to like be commenting on it. Yeah. Like, you will never see no shit like that in Chanel. Like, it just made sense. So, I wish Julie wore the hat that went with That's it. What I was thinking. 
Oh my god. I, I would think have the screamed. hair should have been up and the hat. Even just the hair slicked back in a little. I would have screamed like I love a little hat. Um, you know who else I was just like rooting for and so happy? Because I did not know she was going. Uh-huh. Um Carisha. Tour. Okay. Drama. Because I think like the the um like I think Gigi was like right before her. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be scared to go on any carpet like after you know like right. Gigi. So then I was like, "Who is that girl?" And then I was like, "No, that isn't." And I started screaming like I was like fangirling from my fucking like living room. Yep. I'm turning to Roberta. I'm like, "That's Leo Miami. That's Carisha." He's like, "What? Oh, the city girls?" And then he's like, "Oh shit!" And I was like, "Yes." It felt so good. She tore. She had that look. She had the one with like the big mm-hmm. opening, and then she had the one that was almost designed after like a boy bag. It was literally like, she literally was like Carisha at the Met with the Chanel theme, and she did it. It's like, that's what I love. It was over the top, but it was just so good. Her makeup was on point. Like, there was not a flaw. I was like, you go, girl. Perfect. I love when people bring them Mm -hmm. to the Met. Like, last year, Cardi's Versace look, I I think to this this day, it's like top three Met Gala. It was. Ever. Because that's Cardi at the Met Gala. One, it was tailored to perfection. And like that Pam Anderson messy updo with the tits. Oh my God. She was like major. I think again, Cardi and Colin together is like Yeah. Who it's very that is a very hard team to beat. Like they just you could tell they respect each other's opinion and you can tell she trusts him a lot, but he also has like the best eye for her completely and, and she's a fashion girl too she likes to play around with it like her interview she with really Lala, has fun like, she studies it she's really mm-hmm. into it Ugh, like she likes it. to know what she's wearing you know so mm-hmm. i think that's really cool um i liked kim's look kim looked good i like I, her look i like kim's look um what do you think about the little bodice because i know that was like the co- the topic what, there, people were cool. saying like it was kind of plain or something what you went through like bright purple like you know what i mean like yeah I thought that was really good. Um, I think all the Marc Jacobs girls look good. Turn the Tom Brown I'm, girls too. Tom Brown killed it. Janelle Monae in that like stiff like uh, moment. I was like, that's why I like hate the internet sometimes. Like the internet's just not gonna get this, but it's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Janelle Monae was amazing. I don't know. I think she's an Asian actress. I don't know her name, but she like basically wore like the giant Sora. Coat. Yeah. Is she an actress? Yeah, I think so. I literally have her written down because it was like the mismatch of a bunch of different I patterns. was freaking oh. out. Yeah. She was iconic. Tiana Taylor was like that thing was made for her. It was I was happy with Down. Down. I was too. I loved it this year. It was it was good. I think the the other Met that I really liked was the Asian theme. Oh, it was like the year Rihanna, Rihanna had like the yeah. flowers, the bright blue. I think a lot of people really came through on that one. I think so. Um, I'm trying to think. I think Heavenly Bodies was the most like costumey one of like recent years. Camp, though. Camp was good. I think it was half and half. Yeah. With camp. People talk about Gaga's look a lot and I'm like, mm, it's I a like, cute concept, but... You know who's was really cute? Uh, Violet Chachki. 
the long glove. That was the best look. I thought that was so good. Killed it. I, I was like, it's so simple. And it's so, like genius. I'm like that. That's how you do it. Genius. That I was great. love like, and I mean this in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. I love stupid shit like that. It's just like silly, but like yes. on point. Silly. Yeah. That's the word. It was so good. And still done correctly. Still done with like respect for the event mm-hmm. or whatever. But still like a little risky. Like that's how you do on. it though. I don't know. I think so too. There needs to be more drag artists at the Met Gala. I think so. I'm like, out of all the events, like they should be. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I mean, for the I camp like one. Olympics. Like, come on. Literally. They're lucky. I hope we see Sasha Colby at the next one. Yes. I thought she was going to be there this year because, like, it was in time with her crowning and everything. Mm-hmm. But I pray. I think those invites go out, like, a long time ahead, though. So it's like, I bet. It doesn't really. Help. Next year, hopefully. I know. Hopefully. I'm like, I want to go to the Mets so bad. I think that's, like, the one thing on my bucket list. I'm like. Oh, you will. I feel like it'll happen one day. Yeah. I just don't know when. Have you gone to like any of the after parties? I was invited to the after parties and stuff like that. And like, which ones did you go to? I got invited to like five different ones. I only went to one because I couldn't do it. Mm. I went to the Raul, Carlos, Amrata. They like all. That was Loma. the one at the Standard, or no? That was the. Um, it was like near like Wall Street. Okay, got you. Yeah. Wild. Really. Wild. Like I literally went, and. I was drinking, like, straight tequila. I've been mentioning tequila a lot. And, like, I don't even like tequila like that. Really? But I've been mentioning it a lot. But is that, like, your drink of choice? Like, say we go to the bar after this, like, and you're getting a drink. It's normally, like, gin and tonic or vodka soda. But, like, I don't... There's always tequila in my house because Roberto really likes tequila and mezcal. Gotcha, okay. I hate mezcal. Mm. Everyone likes it. Anything as long as it's not vodka for me. There's so much vodka hate, and I just feel like... I'm down. I love vodka. That's battery acid, babes. That's the best part. It's like, I need to know that I'm drinking something that's going to fuck me up. Like, uh, I'm a vodka girl. See, the way you describe the girls when they're wearing a Brandon Blackwood original, mm-hmm. that's me on tequila. Really? Oh, down. Doesn't tequila have, like, isn't it like there's studies that it has, like, some component in it that, like, is an upper? I think so, yeah. Yeah, there's like, it, where, like, other alcohols don't. Like, te- it's like, tequila mm-hmm. has a little extra, like, Oh, yeah. Sprinkle that, something. That, a sugar-free Red Bull, a pack of Lifesaver gummies. Oh, my God. Um, I'm the baddest in the room. That I is, like, that is giving very much, like, what's in Paris Hilton's purse. <laughs> like just, That's very that. Like, I come to the club with Welch's gummies in my bag, yes, waiting. A sugar-free Red Bull and just, like, a bottle. <laughs> I'm dead. Mm-hmm. That's how I'll chase my tequila with. Sugar-free Red Bull. Oh, my God. I love a sugar-free Red Bull. I can't do it. Really? I need, like, a, a regular one. That too, either or. What is the flavor of Red Bull? I always try to have this discussion with people and Mm. no one knows. So how often do you drink Red Bull? Are you like a Red Bull girl? I'm like once a week. Okay, got you. Mm -hmm. That's a good question. Red Bull No one knows the flavor of it. It tastes... Oh my gosh, this is a great question. Also, another fun fact about Red Bull. If you go on their Instagram page, you'll never see a can of Red Bull. They don't even show their product. It's just like intense extreme sports there's no (laughs) yeah that's right there's no actual can or like any type of thing yeah it's marketing to a whole new level like i literally look at them for like inspo because i'm like you guys are that good yeah that's like you don't even have to post your product no you just like fund the craziest like daredevil shit and you're like figure it out yeah and they have like those like 
music festivals or they have some affiliation with like live events. But you'll never see a can. No. Ever. I did see this little like mini like half semi truck the other day on my way mm-hmm. to the gym. That was a Red Bull truck. And I was like, do I chase it? You see down the block. Do you remember on Four Loco? Yeah. I've never had one. I know. See, I need to live oh. a little bit more in that. Because tomato, tequila. tomato, tomato. I know. I need to. <laughs> I need to. But it's just like I'm I mean, so it's fearful. Not, it's not here anymore. It is gone, right? I've seen a few in my bodega. Maybe they're from like 2015. Do you remember like, the Sparks era before Four Loco? Yes. I drank four of them in one night. Oh, girl. The fact that I didn't like, you fall here out. Today. Yeah. I always think <laughs> about that. I woke up like in my underwear, passed out in my best friend's bed on campus in a Aww. like fur hat that was not mine. In a fur- and I was like, oh. And everyone was like, yeah, you were just fucking lit running through the whole house, like the dorm. I was like. That's fun. Yeah. As long as there was no like harm or like yeah, unnecessary chaos. I think that's fun. A little sprinkle of chaos, I'm sure, but I don't remember it. Good so it chaos. Happen. Chaos for the plot. Exactly. You know, I like, I honestly realize I kind of like my friends more and they're fucked up a little bit. You know what? It's good they're to fun. get that little dose of like, oh, you're still like the crazy bitch I like. Yes, yes. All my friends have this, like, one, it'll be, like, a certain giggle or, like, a smile they Mm do where I see the context in their eyes change. I'm like, oh, yeah, she's there. It's hitting. We have um, one of the girls that does logistics. I'm I'm not going to say her name. It's always the logistics girls that get down, isn't it? But she, when she gets lit, it's a fun time. And you see immediately the eyes, like, shrink. Like, she starts, like, <laughs> squinting at you. Oh, yeah. She starts, like, swinging at you, and there's a permanent smile. It's like, oh, it's time. Mm-hmm. And she gets, like, she goes from, like, managing, like, thousands of, like, products and, like, huge mm-hmm. teams of people to, like, about to dance on the table. I it's love it. always those people. Yeah. Like, and out. you would never expect, she's, like, 4'9", and so, like, sweet and, like, soft. Not really soft-spoken, but, like, she's just, like, so cute. Demure, and then she's, like, yeah. I'm here. Really? Burst out the cage. I love it. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Whenever I go out and there's like those drunk gays, like they're always some type of like financial analyst or da da da, and they're doing K and all these things. I'm like, my God. And you're like, what is going on? How do you get to work on Monday and do math? I didn't realize like growing up that like, because like when you're young, everyone's just like smoking pot and like drinking, like, you know, doing dumb shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize like when you get older, like that's when people are actually like, on drugs. Yeah. It's just scary. It's, like, kind of intense. Yeah, it is. I will say... Like, why do you need to do K in, like, your living room? That's my thing. Like, I... Shout out to the girls that do K. But I'm just, like... Mm, I have a fear of, like, losing control of things. Like, I'll get fucked up. But, like, mm-hmm. if I get fucked up, I have to have a friend by me. Or, like, something like that. So the yeah. idea of being in, like, a K-hole on, like, somebody's couch is... It's terrifying Terrifying. To me. Because I'm it's, thinking of, like, what if a hair's out of place? It's <laughs> What if an eyelash is on I'm my like, face and nobody can't, can't move? Tell me? <laughs> but like, that, too? For me, it's, like, I like things that you can measure, like alcohol. You know what I mean? It's, like, yeah. I know after five drinks, like, it's up in the air. Mm-hmm. That I like. You know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. It's, like, if you smoke weed, it's, like, you can kind of measure. It's, like, yeah. something that someone else is making, I'm, like, oh, shit. Like, I don't know. 
I just like tend to stay away. Like with most things, once math starts to get involved, I'm like math, math, but that too. Oh, I was like, what? That too. I was like, girl, what parties are you going? No, well, I mean, I am. I did go to school in like bumfuck Maryland, so there was plenty of that. Upstate too. It's really interesting. Yeah, I'm like. Why is it that, like, the further you go into the forest, the more messy it becomes? It's so strange. Heroin was my thing really? in my town growing up. Yeah, oh. I'm like, y'all shamed me for liking Britney Spears in high school, and y'all are doing like, meth. Like, literally, bar, like, the kids at bar didn't do meth, but, like, everyone around it. Adjacent. Yeah, it was, mm. it was a messy town. <sighs> and Portland. Portland's wild. Have you gone to Portland? No. I've not been. You cross that bridge, and you go into the city. It's that's Portland's the city, yeah. You cross that bridge into Portland, drugs really, but all I think all drugs are legalized in Portland, all of them, yeah. Like, they're, they're not illegal in Portland, you didn't know that, no, yeah. That's like a thing. I've never been to the west coast, you haven't been to California, no, girl. What I have a lot of life to live, okay. It's it, you know, the rest is still unwritten, whatever. Natasha, you haven't feels been it. to California. No. I'm like... I feel like you would love but hate it. Exactly. I went to school in Miami. I loved it the first year. The rest of it, I hated. Yeah, so it's it probably... I, I, mean, I like East California Coast more than Miami. Yeah, I can see that. At least in California, there's more... Like, there's a bunch of different areas you could go to. Like, Florida, it's like Miami or, like, fucking Blue State. Like, yeah, no. Whereas, like, California, I think I'd be hot in Santa Barbara with my husband. That sounds like my fantasy. No one goes not Santa Barbara. See, I don't know this. I need these things taught to me. Like you can go to Santa Maybe Barbara. Maybe Malibu. But is Malibu too Malibu like, is so far and like, yeah. it's good on like the screen. Mm. When you're there, it's like, and the houses don't have pools because the beach is right there, Ugh. which is annoying. That's annoying. Yeah, I'm like, you're in California, your house should have a pool. Yeah. Like if you're paying Malibu prices. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And not every sunny day is a call for salt that's water. what i'm saying i'm like mm-mm. malibu is just like it looks good like the mm-hmm. hills really sold malibu really yeah it yeah. really sold malibu oh, to us because i was like i was like mm, it's not what you think it is it does seem very out of the way and it is far it's so far malibu traffic. is still considered la too right it's like technically in la but it's too far see the whole boo malibu mm. so where do you think <laughs> You think LA? I like the best place I've ever stayed was the Airbnb in Los Feliz. Because mm. you get like kind of all the different worlds in one. I see. Where's um, that geographically? Here. <laughs> I'm like, here somewhere. Okay, gotcha. And then like Beverly Hills is here. I'm right, right? Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood Hills. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And then all this area is like, got you. Crazy. Yeah, I've literally never even touched the West Coast, hence why I'm like, huh? It's weird. You should definitely go. I need to go. I've been to Vegas, but that's not like to West Coast. Yeah, like you, <laughs> if you were like in Vegas, you should have just gone to like. <laughs> Do you know? Um, fun fact about California. I was saying you're a fun I, fact kind of girl, and I love, I that love about like. You. I am a well of like dumb knowledge. Like I little, love it. Dumb, random you probably things. watch like YouTube shorts about like random shit. Yeah, I'm obsessed with like all that type of stuff. I love it. Beverly Hills. Um, I was staying at the Beverly Hills Hotel and I was like, oh, I want to like get a pack of cigarettes. And they were like, oh, you can't do that here. And I was like, why? They're a smoke free, like no weed, no cigarettes. Like 
township. They have their own court system and their own police. And homelessness is illegal. Like, they're, like, fucked up. It's crazy. And I didn't know that. And you wouldn't know that unless you go there. In Beverly Hills. Yeah. And I learned. So I'm staying there. I'm like, I'm like, am I, like, in a movie? Like, this weird, like. Twilight Zone. Yeah, like, is someone going to, like, plug me into, like, the wall? And I'm like. Yeah. It was fucking crazy. And then everyone's just, like super done up and like can't move their face and it's like separate wives mm. kind of vibe and i was like wait how do you make homelessness illegal yeah you're in california and you can't smoke like it's it's weird it's That's like they so have their own rules separate from like la wow like, they're, like once like you go into beverly district. hills it's like it's their rules now interesting fucking creepy that's weird yeah it's strange i'm like how is one of the most expensive states to live in probably the most the one that's it's like, like you're no living in how dare you it's like you're living in a giant like hoa or something like it's it's really intense so i don't know so you got to go to portland <laughs> to get cigarettes that's crazy yeah, it's wild so yeah that's fascinating interesting well i'll make it down there at some point yes go i'm the kind of girl that like i tried going elsewhere mm-hmm. in there's my lip gloss mm-hmm. i tried going elsewhere in the country but like i'm forever an east coast girl i hate the cold but i need it i will never not live in new york again same maybe the most i'll do once again my husband and i might get a place in dc just spend like hamptons or something mm-hmm. i've never been there either five years from now maybe i'm like uh, we'll have stories about or I'll have stories about the Hamptons in California. You know what? Gucci does something every year in the Hamptons. You should go to the party. And you'll see us. That's your camera? Say it one more time. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm like... Really? That party was really fun. And they do it every year. It's really fun. What is it for? Just like a yearly party? It's like summer, yeah. But the Hamptons itself is like another like weird place. Interesting. Okay. I'm down to go. I'm down to go for like research and for the plot. Yeah. I need that chapter in my memoir. It's like you see shit on TV, like people in polos and like it's really like that. Interesting. But they're really preppy. It's Oof. really intense, yeah. See, my high school is like Like the fishnets are not gonna like, they, they would no. freak out. They'd they would see like, oh left my hit God. and be like, oh no. They'd be like, What's going on? It's a weird place. I don't know why it has so much hype. Interesting. So what do you wear when you go there? You stay inside oh. the house. <laughs> and you don't go out. What I'm terrified of them. Isn't it like the beach or something? Or like Yeah, but like they're there too. They're everywhere. Oh, they're everywhere. They're coming. You should us. go and just see it. It's like, oh, y'all like really wear boat shoes. Ew. Like you yeah, see? like like you guys are boat shoes and polos and y'all think you're killing it. I love that for you, but... There was a certain demographic of that in my high school, I will say. Mm-mm. You remember when they used the double polo? Do you remember the double pop? Oh, polo? yes. Ugh. They still have them up there? I don't know. I haven't seen them. I'm just... That just gave me a flashback. Oh, no. People are really doing that. Yeah, I'm okay. No. Any any collar that's not a turtleneck these days, I'm like... Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. No. Most of the time, it's, it's because... It's collar, I'm, like, naked. Like full chest, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Nothing else. These days, I just, it's just full chest mm-hmm. at this point, especially here in the studio, except for this day. It's always hot as hell Listen. in here. So I'm always in a crop top. Live your best life. Damn. I'm trying to like lose weight so I can just be like full on 
crazy as the summer. Same. Yeah. Same. And my right. only excuse will just be it's hot. Not just because I'm trying to be naked. It's just hot. I'm I air conditioning like, myself. Yeah. Get used to it. My tits yeah. out. Tits out. I'm engineering the show and my tits out. Deal with it. Exactly. Yeah. Icon. So tits out. Tits out for the rest of the year. Yes. In tits out in California and the Hamptons. I will go. In Malibu. And, uh, Just go to all those like horrible places. Honestly, yeah. You I'll should make do a tour. Little. That would be hot. Hmm. You should literally just do a tour. That would I be would hot. love to see commentary on like you and all those places. Wait, that's genius. Interviewing like people that like live there. Me, myself, and Malibu. In the fishnets. Like give them everything. Really? That'd be iconic. Take it up to the Hamptons yeah. too. Yeah. Give them fishnets and all. Yes, and just like interview and just be like, what the fuck? What's going on? That would be really hot. That'd be. F- I would watch that. I'll bring a security detail with me just in yes. case. That's my fantasy. <laughs> like, is to go places how? with like my hot security <laughs> guard. Yeah, exactly. Somebody that I could just hold their hand along Yikes. while I'm. I'm scared. Like all the pop girls, they have like their big security yeah. guard. They like cling on to. I mean, if you. It's just glamour. Why not? Yeah. You know, it's just glamour, like a really hot security guard that I may or may not be fucking. I feel like at that point. Might as well. Yeah. It's It's better than a doctor. Probably way more interesting than a doctor. Because I used to want to date a doctor. A doctor, Mm. a baker, or a dermatologist. Well, dermatologist and doctor. You have to bring something. Doctor, baker, dermatologist. Yeah. That's a wild mix up. But, like, each one could provide something. I feel like a baker would be really fun. Wouldn't it? Yeah. But then, oh, my God. I yeah. get huge. Same. Dermatologist, Same. amazing. Gorge. Oh, my God. I would just be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would just stop by the office. Can we? But then I feel like they'd just be staring at my skin all day. That's a good point. I would have a pimple, and I'd just be like. You'd be like, no. Babe, don't look at me. Like, no. Or, like, what if we're in an intimate moment, and they see something, they're like, you should get that checked. Like, that would just kill me. <laughs> I would, like, die. I would just roll over. No. Bed or wherever we are. And I'd just be like, you know what? It's. No doctors. It's a wrap. No. I'm not, I'm not going into. I'm not looking at professions when dating. It's kind of pointless. Now, there was that whole argument the other day on The Breakfast Club. I saw they were like, would you date somebody that drives a bus? I'm like, yeah. If you like them. I don't know. I, don't, I think that type of stuff is, like, really stupid. I'm like. That's what I'm saying. It's so weird. I think as long as they can like take care of themselves and like hello, not be a shitty person. That's what I'm saying, and I think it's a certain amount of like privilege you have to be at to be like, no, I'm not dating. Yeah. This type of person that works hard at this thing every day. Like I've been in the trenches for the past two years. I'm in Literally, no right like, to judge nobody. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, you know, what? I don't know. I looked out. I got Silas. It's like the best situation. You guys have been going out for five years now? Five. Aww. It's like the wildest thing. Are you a relationship kind of girl? You know what? I, I always thought I wasn't, but I was always in relationships. Mm, okay. And they all like, they weren't short. They've never had like a quick relationship. I see. Yeah. And I'm also a Libra, so I'm like, I need someone right now. So. I love a Libra. It's kind of wild. Yeah. I used to talk to a Libra. Sorry. No, good time. Oh, really? Gorgeous, good time. Oh, wow. Had lots of money, That's spent it first. on me. It was a grand old time. We're still friends, but like, okay. grand. You guys are just fun. We're like fun. I love we're a Libra. We're chill, fun. I mean, not, we're crazy. But I know what you mean when you say chill. It's like, 
Where it's so that everyone else, but if you like know them, they're you're like, oh, you're the craziest bitch on the planet, mm-hmm. and no one knows this. How? The, yeah. Exactly. Do you know your like rising and? I think Pisces moon. rising, Aquarius moon. Lovely. I like. I'm like okay, sure, but I'm a Libra. <laughs> like, exactly. Exactly. That's what it is. I'm a Taurus. Double My boyfriend's sad. a Taurus. Really? Yeah. Oh gosh, maybe it is true. Libras and Taurus. Oh really my do. god. Hold on, should I call yeah. him back? Maybe. You guys are um, stubborn, though. Really fucking Very. stubborn. That's the first word everyone says about yeah. us. And you guys are right. So fucking stubborn. I don't... Look, it's, they're like, <laughs> can I cut that shit out? It's like a certain type of stubbornness. You know what it is? My mom has a pillow back home that says, I'm not bossy, I just have better ideas. That's, yeah. that's how I describe it. You guys like set something in your head and just like... If you think you're right, it's, like, impossible. You can literally be like, here is the full, like, proof mm-hmm. that you are wrong. And you're like, no, 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 Yeah. No. That kills me. I hate that. That's why I'm the best friend ever, too. Like, <laughs> my that. friends will do something that's so bad. And I'm like, well, you know, that's fine. Like, you're us talking about you, cheating yeah. earlier. I'm like, yeah, I mean, you're using your resources. Oh, my God. Shit influence I am, but. Live life. You know, yeah, live, laugh, love. Tits out in the Hamptons. Tits out in the Hamptons. All of it. But. Don't want to take up any more of your time. Mm. I do want you to give advice to anyone, though, who's, like, Mm -hmm. where I am or where you once were Mm -hmm. in regards to taking no's for an answer, going out on your own leap of faith and doing your own thing and pursuing Mm -hmm. your passion. Like, those are all cliches, but they're cliches for a reason, and you, like, are truly, like, a living example of how... I'm a living cliche. You're a living cliche. Honestly, that's hot. Cliche is a cute name for a bag. Cliche. That actually would be cute. The cliche. Oh, man, I might make that. Go for it. Oh, man, I actually might do that. Just Um, maybe, like, tag me. I don't need a cut of nothing. Listen, I'll tag you. The cliche. The cliche. cliche is hot. That is cute. Like, cliche is a hot name, too. Oh, my God. Even for, like, a drag queen or something. Bleep that part out. Bleep that out. I got you. We have the timestamps and everything. Um... Mm. I would say advice would be, I've had like everybody, a lot of people I work with now that have at one point been like, no, not happening, not gonna work with you, whatever. Don't take things personal. Like don't, like, because someone says no to you, that should not be a fucking vendetta or like a weird like, fuck that person, whatever. Like be professional, accept it for what it is. Even if it does hurt your feelings because you do have like actual feelings, learn to separate that don't take your nose so personally. Mm-hmm. It's not your time yet. If I was given a yes for things I wanted too early, I would have fucked up every opportunity. So sometimes those no's actually like are the right time, and a no does not mean it'll never happen. Uh, on the flip side of that, when you are, especially like trying to build your self, your name, everything, you need to be mindful that I think a lot of people are really like predatory when it comes to like work. Like people try to squeeze everything out of you for like the low. Mm-hmm. And in respect to that too, I would say like no is a complete sentence. So if you feel like you're worth X amount or you don't want to do this, saying no and not having to explain yourself is fine. Yeah. Because it's the same way they shouldn't be taking it personal. Mm-hmm. So just I wish I said no to a lot of things I did just because I was like kind of almost bullied into it. Yeah. I wish I did that like earlier too. Mm. And then I guess again, I think the the success we've seen with my brand and like I think successful people in general that I've met, 
I think to this day, there's people that can like out design me easy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's always someone that can do your job better. Yeah. It's about consistency. You can probably be way better than me, but you're not as consistent with, as me. You don't work as hard as me, and you you probably won't. I care about everything I do. Do it all with intention and like see your shit through. Even when it doesn't look possible, just see it through. I think every successful person I know has literally said the same thing. Like, just keep going. And it sounds cheesy. Keep fucking go doing it. And like you kind of outlasting everyone else is like that's almost as important as your work. So yeah. Got you. Those are my cliches. Fierce. <laughs> Two more quick, quick questions. Mm -hmm. The Starbucks collab. Oh my God, that was handled by Imani, who is our VP, and she is my friend of years. Mm -hmm. She was like, you know, with me when I was starting everything up. That came about, they, you know, came up to me and they had the idea we were like, it's fucking awesome Starbucks, you know, like, yeah. who's going to say no Starbucks? Exactly. And it's interesting because they're, like, definitely more of, like, a PG, like, family brand. So, mm -hmm. it's like, we like to do, like, kind of crazy things sometimes. But yeah. it's, like, it was fun working within that, but they really didn't hold me back in any sense. They let me, like, really just do whatever we wanted. Yeah. And it was good. Working with a large company, though, that size, you realize, like, how many layers of things everything has to go through. Mm -hmm. Like from Pantone colors to like how like a symbol is like, you don't realize like how many layers of corporate has to go through work with us. It's yeah. like, does Brandon like it? You know what I mean? Like exactly. that's like the final answer. So that was. And a collaboration too, making sure it's clear on your end. And yeah, so that was interesting. But working with their team was like really good. And they're like, they have their shit together. They're, they're really awesome. Hot. Um, yeah. Love it. And last question. On this day, what bag of yours are you? Like, if you were to resonate with any one of your bags today, which one would it be? I think it's my Nia bag. That's, like, our new, like, our new, like, it girl. Mm -hmm. That is, like, super classic. It's an easy shape to wear. Yeah. She can go to the bodega. She can go out at night. Exactly. She can go anywhere, and she looks cute. And we're, ma we're actually going to come up with, a, like, a medium-sized version for fall, which I think is going to, like, really take off, so. Gorgeous. It's the Nia bag. She's like the cool girl in the collection. See, I'm a Parker, mm -hmm. the brown one, or a Cortini, because same reason. Oh, yes. I would show up to the bodega with the Cortini. And just like, hey, guys. With my fucking sweatsuit. She's fun. She's she's fun. It's all about, like, making the bag look effortless. Like, how people, like, fucking mm -hmm. have, like, the broken in Birkins. I'm like, mm -hmm. that's hot. That's what makes them cool, yeah. Exactly. Whereas, like... Here's my bag that nobody can touch. Da -da -da. That's so dumb. Isn't I never it? That. Again, it's like taking it too seriously. I have two Birkins and they both are like fucked up. And that's why I love them. I've only bought them secondhand for that reason. Because I need them like already like yeah. worn in. And it's a bag. I think it's more luxe when you treat it like shit. That's what I'm saying. It's like, like glamour. When you throw it on the floor, like that's how you know. You're, that's. You're that bitch. Oh, yeah. If you're like, don't touch it, keep it out the sun, whatever, like, girl. I want to see the leather crack. You're like, it. yeah, like, I have a brown croc one, and literally I've had people gasp <laughs> when they've seen me, like, overstuff it, and, like, I just throw it everywhere. It's, like, in the cab with me. It's just, like, that bag is, like, if I have, like, a full day of shit. Yeah. And I don't treat it nicely, but I think that's why it's, like, 
I don't. I would That's never want glamour. that bag new. I would never want that bag new. Yeah. It's so good. It's like she's working for me, babes. Yeah. She has to hold in my day. It's and like my yeah. Duties. I bought this as a bag first, but that's my little like, that's my little stunt bag. I'm the same way. Same thing with shoes. Like when shoes get a little bit broken in, I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh yeah. When they're too new, it's a little funny. I think so too. I don't like it. It feels like heels. It's like different. Right. Exactly. But I'm like actual shoes now. But a sneaker sometimes too. I'm like, I feel corny. I also feel fucking weird and uncomfortable. My boyfriend breaks his and like he'll like. Really. Yeah. Like his like he only wears white sneakers. He's like very weird. He always wears white sneakers, <sighs> and he, like, fucks them up before he wears them because he's like, really? I can't have, like, a super clean sneaker. Mm. He does not like that. I'll take them to the club for one night. Oh, that's right. And it can't be all clubs. It has to be a certain one. Yeah. Like, I'm not taking fresh Air Forces to the Rosemont. Learn my lesson. Oh, God, Rosemont. Oh, yeah, yeah they were drowning. Drowning in Mm-mm. vodka and tequila Red Bulls. That's, like, a very slick floor. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. I, I learned my lesson. And those shoes ultimately got stolen. I like a so. poppy shoes. <gasps> Don't do that. Oh, I know. I have, like, my designated club I met shoes. my boyfriend at poppy shoes. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Wow. You could find love at poppy shoes. Oh. Right? Crazy. Okay, well, summer's around the corner. I know. <clears throat> You're like, good. I'm ready. Yeah. Oh, hun. On the rooftop and everything at elsewhere. Just, like, best life. Married by next year. Visiting the Hamptons. Kids. Kids. A little unnecessary trip to Malibu, too. Yes. And I'll tell you how much I hated it and how shitty the traffic was. I can't wait. And how I couldn't smoke in Beverly Hills. Yes. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. You're fucking fun. Like, I like you. You're a fun person. Thank you. Oh, my. I'm actually like, this sucked. (laughs) No, thank you so much. No. This was actually really fun. Okay. I was nervous. My first podcast. Your first podcast. Wow. Well, I mean... We're not going to say where we are, but, like, we're neighbors. Yes, we are so neighbors. whenever you want to come by. Yes. Whenever you have Same. new things coming by, please. Let me know. Feel free to show them here. We'd love to plan something around that and do anything we can with my little Shoda. Definitely. Help let the girls know, even though they're already following and know where to find you. <laughs> well, and thanks everything. for having me. But thank you. I'll see you soon. Maybe we'll be in the Hamptons at the Gucci yes, party or something. We'll, we'll go to the Gucci party. <laughs> That'll be hot. Thanks, my love.